Hey everybody, this is Mike Walker and welcome back to the Control Room Podcast. For today's episode, we have a, uh, well for lack of a better words, we have a very somber, um, disturbing, confusing episode of the Control Room. I sit down with Romo and we discuss all the craziness that's going on in our country today. Uh, We've had two or three mass shootings in the span of just a few weeks Um, We also had the largest ice raid to date in Mississippi that's left many kids without parents and just wishing that they could come home. And uh, Walmart, you know, coming to our rescue and pulling down all the violent video games. So I'm sure that's going to stop all the mass shootings and destruction that's going on in the world today. So uh, me and Romo, we break it down. We get into the latest news. So uh, without further ado, let's get to it. Okay, welcome back to another episode of the Control Room Podcast. I have my usual guest with me, my co-host, Ramiro. Just calling me Jorge Ramos today. Jorge Ramos, huh? Univision. You're going to have to translate that for me, please. Uh, he's basically like the Anderson Cooper of ah, okay. Spanish television. Okay, you know, that's a little forecasting on you know what, what we're going to discuss today. It's a, it's a dark episode. It's a somber it's uh, there's a lot, there's a Our, lot uh, episode. There's a lot of craziness going on in the country, and uh, we're gonna get through a couple, a few things that you know we just couldn't avoid talking about. Uh, we're gonna start with the the ice raids in Mississippi. Um, uh, you posted an article on Facebook about it, and you want you want to break it down. I did. Uh, so you know, basically, uh, Trump's administration decided it. Uh, It'd be uh, great timing to uh, go in uh, to Mississippi and uh, remove uh, basically the parents of, of uh, you know these uh, immigrant children. Mm-hmm. Um, you know they uh, came home to uh, an empty house, which yeah, has got to be yeah. They they were at school waiting for their parents to pick them up, and all of a sudden. Like a gang of kids were just like where our where our parents were just locked up. Yeah, I mean, uh, you, you you know, uh, you definitely have to question the approach um, or how they're going about this. Uh, there's got to be a better, you know, a, a better way of going about this. Because most of these parents worked at like a. They were working at some uh, plant uh, yeah. uh, chicken. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, some chicken. And uh, of course, the owner wasn't arrested. I actually was watching a video mm-hmm. about that, and someone asked, "What are, uh, what are some of the repercussions, ramifications that the employers were going to face?" And it was zero. Like nothing has happened to the to the employers of these immigrants because I guess the way the law is written, they can basically pretend like they didn't know they were illegal or undocumented. Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised if. The owner himself, I mean, this used to happen a lot back in the day, mm. you know, when uh, the owner uh, would get to the point where he owed his employees a certain amount of money, right. um, they would uh, th- themselves call, uh, you know, immigration and have have them uh, taken away and uh, obviously avoid paying them what, what he owes them and uh, find some more. Uh, well, yeah, that was the point. That was the point that they asked. Them. They asked, "Well, what's the benefits of having, you know, um, immigrants or illegal workers?" And it's because they don't have a union. It, they they're not. They're gonna complain less. 
you know, like you say, if you're if you don't if you don't have money for them, if you're late on payments, if you just mistreat them in general, uh, you can pay obviously pay them lower wages. They're not going to fight back as much. Yeah, I mean, know? if you really want to address the issue, like I said, you need to punish the owners who right. are employing these people. Um, I mean, because you really can't blame, uh, you know, anyone for trying to find employment and, and to feed their family. Basically. So the, the way the way that you address this issue is, you know, you punish the owners yeah. who knowingly are hiring. But the immigrants are the easy targets. Absolutely, you know, they are the scapegoats. Yeah, that's pretty much it. It's like you can, you can, you can take them all away without a plan for what you're going to do for their children. No placement plan for what you're going to do for all these kids and. Is just the big picture is let's say the, these families are separated for long stretches. What do you think that does to the next generation? You know, you, you think these kids are going to grow up loving America? This is how you create enemies. This is how you create hatred. Yeah, I mean, these kids towards will, the states. will yeah. you know, grow up very conflicted. You know, when you see your parents taken away, uh, and at that age, you really don't understand yeah. law. No, and I didn't love the news coverage. I saw this one video where they're interviewing a girl about the age of my nieces, 10 to 12, and she's just bawling her eyes out crying. Like, I just want my, my parents freed. And then she, Listen, yeah. I, I know that the news, like, I don't know. I don't think I would want to see my, my niece on TV kind of exploited like that. Like, talk it's, to the It's adult. heartbreaking. Yeah, talk yeah. to the adults. You know, we can yeah. figure out what's going on. Like, you just got the camera on this kid for a minute, and she's just crying. And, yeah, I wasn't really yeah, I mean, to that. put, yeah, you, you try to put, you know, your, yourself in, in their shoes. I mean, you know, they're children, and they don't yeah. understand law. They don't understand what's going on. And uh, it, it's just uh, heartbreaking to see what's going on. Uh, you know, separation of families is never a good thing. Yeah, and I'm, I'm curious why they targeted this area. You know, what, what like I said, what's the plan, like... Uh, there's, there's, you know, there's definitely an agenda. Um, like I said, a lot of times what happens is uh, the owners themselves. I was gonna say maybe will, they, they, they will, didn't want to pay them. Will call it. They don't want to yeah. pay the employees, and and uh, and this this used to happen a lot. So mm -hmm. it's not it's nothing new, uh, because I mean it it, it is odd they they didn't uh, reprimand the owner. Yeah. You know, for hiring. Yeah. For knowingly hiring. There's no consequence, even though it's against the law for you to employ these people. We're going to take all the the workers away, but you mm -hmm. guys, you guys are good. You know, they're just going to yeah. probably bring in more more immigrants and the exploitation continues. Continue. Yeah, because they're not going to want to start paying uh, regular working wages. They've gotten used to the system, so they're going to keep abusing it. So, like you said, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, like you said earlier, if. You know, something happened, there was some kind of dispute amongst the workers, and they placed a call in and said, get them all out of here. Would not be surprised. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's Damn awful. Shame. It's awful if this keeps happening. Um, does this look like there's going to be an end in sight? Uh, not under this administration. Right. Uh, hopefully, uh, you know, 2020, we can, uh, you know, really... <laughs> Think about a, a better approach of going about this. And like I said, me and you, like, we don't get too political, like, too often, but just as people, whether you're Republican, Democrat, Independent, or whatever, just think about your yeah. kids, nieces, grandchildren, whatever, yeah. waiting for somebody to pick them up from school and no one ever comes. Yeah, and, and really this is like a nonpartisan thing for me. I mean, whether you're, you're, you're a Democrat, you're a Republican, I mean, you're human first. Right. 
you know, and, and uh, if it if it didn't break your heart to see you know these kids crying, mm-hmm. you know, because they came home from school to find that their parents were taken away, yeah, uh, then, I mean, yeah, imagine <laughs> imagine a ten year old having to take care of their younger siblings who are yeah. five and six, and they they have nowhere to go. Just as people, yeah. like you said, you should be able to empathize with families being separated and possibly destroyed. I mean, in a day. America, come on, we're better than this. Yeah. So. But, uh, you know, America, there's uh, there's been some other things going around. Um, the mass shooting epidemic, I was looking up different stats. I think there's been 17 mass shootings in 2019 alone. Um, I think the average last year, uh, I forgot what the average was, maybe it was around 12. But... Yeah, the uh, the El Paso and um, Dayton, yeah, we had Ohio. Dayton, Ohio. Well, yeah. we had the Gilroy uh, and Gilroy shooting first, which right. was a garlic festival. Right. Uh, I mean, you can't even go to a damn garlic festival. Well, I actually, I mean, that's that's far away from us down here in like Southern California. But a, a friend of mine who um, I knew through Caltech, his family, his him, his wife, and his kids were at that festival. Yeah. And um, his yeah. wife actually saw the bullets hit the ground. My and, That's uh, traumatizing. And the guy thought it was fireworks, and he had because they were leaving, and he told and she told her husband, "No, those were bullets. I saw them." So they have their kids. They're trying to run and hop the fence. All these people are kind of running behind them. They're kind of worried that they're going to be stuck. Thankfully, they found their way through. They got onto a bus because I guess they had to park at a different location. They kind of got bus there. Thankfully, they got out safely. Um, no harm to anyone. But, yeah, like, I don't have kids. I know you don't have kids. But I can only imagine what it's like to be there. You know, you're having a family day, having a good good time. Then now, all of a sudden, everybody's life is in danger. It makes you hesitant to go to public outings because of all these mass shootings. Yeah, I mean, it's gotten to the point where, you you know, you really don't feel safe anywhere at this right. point. Um, but, you know. Uh, and that one, that, that was, no, not that one. It was the El Paso one that specifically targeted Hispanic Mexicans, right? absolutely. Yeah, yeah. In, uh, in, in this, uh, this guy's manifesto, mm-hmm. uh, he alluded to that, that uh, he was targeting uh, Mexicans uh, because, according to him, uh, they were, uh, you know, taking over Texas. Uh, but I don't think he uh, ever read a history book because uh, I don't think he realizes that uh, Texas was Mexico. Right. So, like, the border didn't... We didn't cross the border. The border crossed us, so to speak. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to assume he wasn't a history buff. No. Yeah. No, I mean... And uh, I think he even... Was he one of the ones that posted it on a message board? Cause like, yeah. It's like yeah. a message board for these people mm-hmm. to talk about uh, basically what the, the, their uh, potential... Terrorist attacks. So obviously he wasn't the, the, the smartest. Uh, he's not the smartest guy. I mean, basically you admitted to a, a, a hate crime. Yeah. Which is, uh, you know, only gonna. But then they hide behind. Make it worse for they you. do hide behind the president's words and uh, is his hate speech. And uh, we talked about at one of his rallies, there was a there was a. a person there who suggested the way to get rid of all immigrants is to shoot them and you know when the president laughs at that remark Mm -hmm. you know and kind of and kind of almost nods in agreement but he knows he can't but his whole body language and his whole vibe is saying yeah "Yeah." it's yeah it's very irresponsible 
you know, you're the president of the United States. Yeah. Um, so all the uh, hate rhetoric, mm-hmm. um, I mean, you just can't be that irresponsible. Um, I mean, honestly, I feel like he has blood on his hands. I mean, he indirectly is responsible for what's going on in the country. Yeah. Um, I mean, <laughs> when you say stuff like that, and you're the you're the president of the United States. I mean, like I said, you got you got to be you got to be smarter than that. But that's asking for you know asking for too much. <laughs> you're asking Donald for Trump. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, like I said, um, he he is indirectly responsible uh, in, in the same fashion that, uh, say, for example, Charles Manson, mm-hmm. uh, you know, who who didn't uh, kill one kill someone directly, but he had uh, was Sharon Tate kill uh someone for him mm-hmm. i mean in a way um it's the same thing i mean you you know you, you are basically uh, uh, you know eliciting people to to go out and commit these kind of crimes um so it's just like i said it's terrible that the president of the united states you know who, who's supposed to be the, the calming influence leader of the free uh, world yeah and then the thing is is you can't come out after the fact mm-hmm. you know a- a- after it's happened and then come out and say, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm totally against this." You know, after no, no, after I, all of this time, you've been egging people on, yeah. you know, to do to do something like this. And then after the fact, you mm-hmm. want to take a step back and, and say, "Oh no 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 no, yeah, uh, I, I'm not for this." Oh, you're not for mass shootings and and deaths across the country. You're not, that's that's shocking. By the way, did you see the uh, uh, the photo ops of him going to the hospital? Uh, well, I heard uh, with, they, the, with the thumbs up. I heard they didn't even want him there in the town. Though. I don't blame them. Yeah, man. I don't blame them because, like I said, I, I feel like he's indirectly responsible for, uh, for what happened. And uh, yeah, like I said, man, I, I hope he can sleep at night. Um, I'm sure he sleeps at night. No but uh, man, uh, his conscience will, you but, know, will eat him up at but, some point. But again, if you're a Trump supporter, if you're a Republican, or whatever your views, yeah, it doesn't are, matter. I think we can all get behind. Uh, we're against mass shootings. We're yes. against people, uh, innocent people getting killed for absolutely no reason because they're going to Walmart, because they're going to a, a festival. Uh, we're, over here, we got the 626 Night Market. You mm-hmm. got the the uh, the Orange County Fair. You're going to have the L.A. County Fair soon. Like You want to be able to go to these places without thinking there's going to be a psycho with an agenda out here uh, who's emboldened to kind of act on his psychotic tendencies because, like you say, the president, his hate speech is out there and it's like kind of ramp, uh, ramp, wrapping these people up to just... Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, it, it is, uh, you know, it, it's a shame that this continues and, uh, you know, we like you said, you, you mentioned the statistics, how many yeah. shootings. I mean, no other country has this this problem. Right. Um, and obviously, you know, the NRA is very mm-hmm. powerful in this country, mm-hmm. as we know. It's big business. And uh, like I said, it's a nonpartisan issue. The NRA uh, uh, donates money to both Democrats and Republicans. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, this whole argument about the Second Amendment, I understand that, uh, you know, people believe that they have the right to bear arms. But um, it was written... You know, a long time ago, uh, very archaic uh, yes. times, and you Country know, was very different. Yes, and and uh, you know, we've ratified other amendments, right? Uh, historically, mm-hmm. I think what was it, the Thirteenth Amendment, mm-hmm. that uh, you know, basically stated that that slaves were only uh, three fifths of a person. Yeah. Right. I mean, so we can go back and do what's right, you know, and, and ratify 
uh, you know, because times change, okay, and, and uh, there's there's no reason someone on the street should have a semi-automatic uh, weapon. Uh, damn, AK-47, walking around with an AR-15, AK-47. Right, yeah, I mean, like, we talked yeah. about people having weapons in their homes and whether that mm -hmm. really makes you more safe or not um, because there's a lot of accidents that happen, yeah. whether it's kids getting into their guns or just... Yeah. You know, Unfortunately, that, that that happens a lot of times. You know, I understand people want to have a weapon to protect right. their family. Mm -hmm. um, you know, keep it in a in a lockbox. Yeah. Um, but a lot of times, there's a lot of tragedies that happen. You know, somehow your kids get a hold of your uh, of your gun mm -hmm. and uh, end up shooting. Uh, you know themselves, yeah. or their, you know, the little or, brother, little or, sister, or taking it to school and yeah. shooting up their classmates because that's happened before. Um, but like I said, my dad, like I said, was in the military did two tours in Vietnam. He did not want any kind of weapon in the house because he's seen the destruction that they could do. Um, Daniel didn't want us playing with toy guns, you know. So I think when people uh, come from that kind of place where they've seen real violence and the damage they could do, they don't want any part of it. Other people who maybe didn't have those same experiences feel like they needed to feel powerful, feel safe. But uh, I just grew up in a household to where that was... That was never a thing, and, and when I have kids and you know have my own family, most likely there will be no weapons in the house, just because it's so easy for one day you to let your guard down and your kids get into it and your family has changed forever. And to me, it's not worth the risk. I know some people don't feel the same way, but these mass shootings have to have to stop because. Unfortunately, I don't think they will. Like I said, the the, the uh, power of the National Rifle Association is just, uh, you know, so influential, and uh, they had along with you know corporations uh, who are in these po um, politicians' uh, pockets. And like I said, it, it's a nonpartisan issue, uh, you know, because because both Democrats and Republicans were shot mm -hmm. uh, uh, yeah, uh, that the, night. The so. bullets don't discriminate. Exactly. But also, it's it's comical how they try and remedy it. Like Walmart, for example, taking a strong stance to take down all the video games that have violent content off display, yet they're still going to sell guns and ammunition to where Absurd. it's just kind of like, this listen, I mean, most of us have grown up playing video games and most of us don't turn out to be yeah. mass murderers. Yeah, when's the last time someone uh, threw a, a Mortal Kombat uh, uh, <laughs> cartridge at you, Mike? Right. <laughs> you know, yeah, the video games is not the problem, but like you said, man, it's just yeah. the, the, the NRA or whoever, the powers that yeah. be, there's so much that goes into the sales of weapons. Yes. Like, the, Walmart's like, yeah, no, we're not going to sacrifice this income right here, and that's what's crazy. Yeah. They want to change the narrative, you know, uh, you know, Donald Trump tr tried to tie, uh, you know, the, the shootings with, uh, uh, you know, these these uh, these guys playing violent video games. Right. But like we mentioned earlier, he's out on the campaign trail talking about shoot Mexicans and this yeah. and that. Yeah. And then they want to change the narrative, you know, to make it look like, oh, no, it's the violent video games that, that that's causing this. Which is uh, it's what, just what, asinine. Which is obviously just like a cheap misdirection, like... Mm -hmm. That that is so. Yeah. That's such a petty move yeah. with you playing on video games when there has been no like scientific link yeah. to video games and violent behavior. There's yeah. also they also try and blame it on like mental health when there hasn't been a link to where these people who have these mass shootings are mentally yeah. ill. Yes, and uh, um, yeah, the fact you brought that up 
I'm glad because uh, Obama, um, before he left office, mm-hmm. um, put a, a bill in place that uh, made it dif- more you know difficult for someone with mental illness purchase to, to a get gun. to purchase a weapon. Yeah. Now, when Trump came along. Uh, as we know, Trump's uh, mission in life is to basically ratify everything Obama <laughs> accomplished. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, he, he did away with that. Uh, consequently, you have uh, you know these uh, you know assault rifles in the hands of people that should not have them. I don't understand why you. I'm just curious because I've been to, I've been to Walmart. I've been to Target. I usually don't go there to get a gun. Like, I don't understand. Like, we, we don't... Are people going hunting out here? Like, what is the need for all this? So you can go purchase a gun, but you can't purchase Mortal Kombat, Mike. Well, this I mean, is, you gotta go into the back, you know? It can't, be on, is, it can't be on display anymore. You gotta, you know, it's all it's locked up. But you can go ahead and get this gun over here. That's crazy. Logic is just, uh... Yeah. It's, uh completely uh, backwards. Yeah, and Universal actually has a movie had a movie coming out called The Hunt that they are no longer going to release because I guess the premise was these people kind of wake up and they realize they're being hunted by like this group of people who are whatever whatever so because of all the mass shootings and everything Universal's pulling the movie and so Universal's pulling their movie and then the video game bans happening but we're still selling the actual guns and ammo they're yeah. killing the people. I mean, it's it's almost insulting, you know, uh, <laughs> public's uh, intelligence, you know, to discern the difference between uh, entertainment mm-hmm. and reality. Yeah. Okay, uh, I I watched Rambo mm-hmm. when I was a kid. You know, I didn't want to go out and, 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 and right. shoot my whole neighborhood. Uh, I've seen all three John Wick movies. Uh, there you go. I'm, I'm no more violent. You know, I mean, it's I, ridiculous. <laughs> you know, I watch yeah. Superman. I'm not, you know, trying to fly off the roof yeah. of my house. Yeah, uh, you know, Come on. I, I saw the, I saw Endgame. Uh, I'm a big fan. Of Cap. I'm also a big fan. Of Thanos. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not oh. out there trying to wipe out half the population. So, yeah, you're yeah. insulting people's intelligence. Yeah. And I mean, it, it's obvious that they're trying to change the narrative. Um, you know, turn the attention away from what we know is the problem that we need to address, and, and that is, uh, you know, people uh, who shouldn't have weapons mm-hmm. getting weapons. Well, because clearly, if you look around the world, uh, other countries, other nations don't have this problem. Mm-hmm. And I know we think we're all, we're the we're top one percent best in the world at everything that we do, but we can learn from other countries. Like, yeah. people aren't as in, up in arms about this. Uh, but they'll get more up in arms on. Oh, we want everybody to have free health care. You're a socialist. You're not American. Like this is to help people, and this is to kill people. But we're gonna we're more passionately protecting this as opposed to this. And you know whether it's like you said, we talked about Cap taking a knee. People up in arms about that. People change the narrative about that right. too. Or or or, or yeah, because that was really out of respect to the military. Mm-hmm. The Marine told him. That was a way to honor the flag. Or even, like I talked about in my previous podcast, race-bending characters, um, like the Little Mermaid being black. People lose their mind over this. But no one's going to go and uh, uh, protest against Walmart for selling these damn guns. Actually, I do think some people are protesting, but the outrage isn't as loud um, just because people love their guns, and they're always going to love their guns. And I don't know if there's anything, like you said, I don't think there's anything we can do about it. That's America for you. <laughs> Freedom of choice. Uh, sometimes it can't even to go people. to a damn Walmart these days. Can't go to Walmart. 
It's ridiculous. Can't go to a festival. Can't enjoy a damn garlic festival. A couple years ago, the movie up. theater got shot up. Man, you wherever you go, my advice to you, know where the emergency exits are because you live in America, and at some point, you might need to use it. So that is going to end this podcast for today. Uh, talk to you guys later. Thanks for listening. Say goodbye to Romo. Thank you for tuning in for today's episode of the Control Room Podcast. As always, you can reach me on Instagram and Twitter at MichaelDWalker3. Uh, special thanks to Romo for coming in and, uh, you know, sitting down and chatting with me. Uh, this wasn't meant to be a political podcast. This wasn't meant to be divisive. Uh, this is something that should be universal. We all want to be safe. We all want to have good jobs. Um, and we all want to be able to provide for our families. So... I think that's more of a human issue, more than a political issue, but hey, that's just me. So, uh, again, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for supporting. More and more people listen every week. Um, hope you got, hoping you guys are enjoying the content, and there's more to come. <laughs>